What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. It's your fucking boy, Brian Mark, and I'm joined by my business partner, Cole the Wolf Da Silva. Yeah! I'm excited. I'm at 11 today, guys. Buckle the fuck up. Let's have some fun. This is going to be good. So if you're yeah. new to this podcast, this is PodChat <laughs> for our clients to ask us anything. Before we get into it, I just want to do two things. Number one, I want to celebrate our big successful weekend. We had over 490 students on the Zoom call live with us for the virtual summit, which was fucking sick. 1,300 total students registered and the amount of breakthroughs we had were fucking awesome. So super stoked about that. I also want to congratulate a few people that just joined the Million Dollar Mastermind. Jay Jackson, Raymond Reimer, Riker Van Hilsen, Lauren Hickey, Jesse, and Vicky DeMarc. Jesse Corio. I don't know how yep. to pronounce his name. I'm super excited for you guys. We're going to absolutely dominate your business the rest of the year. So super fucking pumped that you guys joined. Now, let's get into it with uh, the first guest on this call. By the way, guys, I have a hard out at 11. So if you are a guest on the podcast, if you guys can do everybody a favor, one question, be super direct, take the feedback, peace out, because the longer you take, the less likely that I'm going to get to everybody, and I'd like to serve everyone. So, Pedro, good day, sir. How are you? What's up, guys? I'm good. How are you? Absolutely fucking fantastic. Best day of my life. Cole's in a fiery mood, yes, so I hope your question's good. I just want to say thank you. Like, I'm just want to express some gratitude for you guys. Like, the weekend was amazing. And, like, sometimes I stop and think that, like, you guys could be, like, fucked, so fucked up in life. You know, whenever you were in drugs and stuff. I just want to express some gratitude for the community that I'm in. And over the I don't want to take it long. Over the weekend, so, like, I left Brazil. And then now I'm here in Toronto. Where? Like, I'm by myself. Where, where are you? Where did you go? Toronto. Cool. You just moved there? Yeah, I'm studying now. You fucking stud. Good for you. That's dope. Yeah, then I moved and my grandpa was fine when I left, but I thought like he was 80 already and stuff like that. And then like a week ago, he got bad, like from where? And then on Friday, he got worse. And then I was like in the event and stuff and I was really happy. And then Saturday morning, my dad called me and I figured like my grandpa just died. He just passed away. Mm. And like whenever Cole like was talking about like his grandma and stuff, mm. I was like, yeah, dude, that's that hits. Cause I left Brazil and I'll like I, I'll never see my grandpa again. Mm -hmm. And I just want to talk that out, you know. Like I I didn't talk to anyone about it, so like, mm. I just want I know it's a safe place. Mm. And yeah, I just want to say like just everybody who's listening and stuff. The community is amazing, and I'm grateful for everything. And we need to be grateful and enjoy the time with the people that we have. Mm. Bro, you're the one. Yeah, you're the one. This is something I learned from Ed Milet. In every single family, it's uh, you remember that fucking meme I sent you, Cole? This was like the generational. So it's like generational curses roll from like generation to generation, like forest fires, like rolling down like a fucking dry hill. It just like gets passed on from person to person to person to person. It's like we all just inherit these like money beliefs, these mindset beliefs, these limitations, these like things that hold us back it just gets passed down from person to person to person to person until one motherfucker stands up and says no no more and pedro you're the fucking one it's like you just moved oh to, yeah you just moved to toronto g like you literally just like gave your family an opportunity like you like you're the fucking one and like have you even thought about the implication about like when you move to toronto you find a fucking your dream partner you guys start a family and you like create that life for yourself it's like your grandkids are going to talk about how you created this fucking life for them. You're the one, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Powerful as fuck. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. I just want to just share that, you know, throw that out because I was just sitting in my feelings and I didn't talk to anyone about it really. And yeah, 
I want to make a commitment too. I made it on the group, but I want to make it here too because there's a lot more people who listen to this. I'm just, my commitment is that I'm going to hit $5,000 by the end of the year, a month. Show That's us it. here, bro. Mm-hmm. Show I me. Will. All right. I will. Bet. Brother, we see you. See you. We see you, bro. Thanks, man. I, I'm really grateful for my life and for Cole and everything and the community. And yeah. We see Not you, bro. bro. Great fucking share. Thanks, guys. That's Great it. share. Mm. Great share. That was cute. That was very cute. Taylor Hinton, what's up, King? Yo, what's going on, guys? The summit was fucking sick. Derek Gunnerson was a savage. That speech was like, that blew my mind. I wish that I could, uh, actually, I probably can go. Maybe I can replay it. I don't know. It was awesome. Question, real quick, too. Ver- Meta Verified, what's your opinion on that? Is it worth it? Should I bother with it? And Video Leap, editing software, there's like some AI things and stuff, really simplifies video editing. Just wanted to get you guys' opinions on that. I was going to say Meta Verified beneficial for business owners. So at the end of the day, there's really no negative to it. All right. It'll protect you from anything in the future. It will also help you with any fake accounts or giveaways that pop up. The main reason why I got it is because Brian and myself have probably a thousand fake accounts of us roaming the fucking internet. So I would just do it. There's really no benefit. There's no like downside other than you're spending your fucking money and video leap. I've never even fucking heard of it. So on the meta verified thing, like I don't have nearly the followers are reaching nobody's trying to copy my stuff but you see it being something that helps with reach or engagement or anything like that it's not going to help you with reach and engagement but it is going to give your profile more credibility Mm -hmm. okay because they know it's you yeah the only reason i don't have verified is my legal name is not actually mark it's something else so whenever Mm -hmm. i try to submit it yeah uh, meta is like fuck you change your name first so yeah but yes it is worth it video leap is like video leap is 50 bucks us a month and I've, I'm on like the little trial thing. And the simple, the part that I like about it is that you can just slap a bunch of content into it. It does templates and reels and it does some AI stuff, which doesn't really fit my, you know, niche or anything, my profile at all. But I'm thinking just from the perspective of like, can I get more content out this way? And the answer to that is yes. Not that yeah. my, all my content would be that. It's basically the, the only benefit I see from that is cutting down time on making the hype content. That's just like getting me out there. But it wouldn't mean that I'm taking any time away from the value connection post that I'm already making. So just give me like one more thing to do. Can I just, one sec, I want to go first. The only thing yeah. that I'm going to say is any marketer, any great marketer will tell you this. The only answer is test it. We don't fucking know. Okay. We don't know. The okay. answer is test it. And when I say test it, like my definition of test is put it out on social media, see how it performs. If it mm-hmm. performs well, do it again. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't perform well, stop doing it. That's like cool. any actual great marketer that knows marketing will say that to you. They'll say test it. That's the answer. You got to test it. Yeah. I have been, been a few days, they only do a one week trial and I'm probably going to pull the plug on it unless there's somebody here or on the podcast, you can DM me later and say that they've been using it and it's worked really well. And this is where I jump in and go, why are you asking us a fucking question based off of an app that you don't even trust or lean into in the first place? Stop using it and go to something else. You're like, well, I can use AI, but it really doesn't work for my niche. And it just spits out a bunch of shit that I don't even use. And it's like $50 a month. So it's like, just use fucking InShot or CapCut or any other platform that you're already utilizing. You're, you're experimenting with an app that you don't trust that you're not even going to use the feature that would be beneficial to utilize in the first place. The, the AI part is like it throws in, you know, like the AI profile picture things that were going around for a while. It yep. does like yep. things. That's what I meant by AI. I didn't mean that it like creates the whole thing for you, but mm-hmm. it has like the fitness thing or there's like fashion type templates. There's a bunch of different things. So it does work for what I would want to do if it, if it works to actually to increase reach and engagement. So. Yeah, and that's if where we po- go back to Brian and say test it. Yeah, if you posted it and it does well and it performs on your account, do it again. If you post it and it doesn't do well, then take it down. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Cool. Cool. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome, it. brother.
Yeah, get the meta verified. It's worth it. Okay. Coach Mel, what's up? Hey guys, I didn't get to all of the sessions this weekend because I you. was. I know. I I got to the important ones. I got to yours and Cole's. I like that. Watch, okay. Thank you. I'll watch the other ones <laughs> later. But it, what I did see was awesome. So I appreciate you guys. But the question I wanted to ask is I posted a written content on Facebook the other day. And I got a lot of backlash from my family. And it's funny that you opened this with generational curse, because that's what it was about. I lost my you guys know I lost my dad in in November, my dad was not a healthy person, but he was one of the most unhealthy people I know had every disease that you can think of because of not taking care of himself. So I posted a written post about stopping, you know, the generational curse of unhealthy habits, but kind of did a a nat kind of post with like storytelling. And the beginning of it started about telling a story about my dad. And immediately within an hour, I got a call from my sister saying like, you need to take that down. It's too soon. It'll be a year in November that I lost my dad. I don't I didn't feel it was too soon. I wasn't saying anything bad about my dad, but I took it down. And then I felt bad later that I took it down because I was like, I know this can help a lot of people and a lot of people will relate to it. And yes, I want to help people not at the expense of hurting my family, but like, where do you draw that line? Mm. Mm. Cole, go ahead, bro. This is contextual. Okay. It's all contextual. All right. So the first question I'm going to ask you is how close are you with your family? Do you talk all day, every day? And are you guys basically inseparable? My twin sister, who's the one who called me? Yes, we're inseparable. Okay. So then you need to start asking yourself, how are these decisions going to affect my family? Now I'll give you the context on my side. I post whatever the fuck I want when I want, because my family doesn't get to dictate that shit for me due to what they did in my past. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Due yes. to how we treated each other, there's a different energy. There's a different respect there. As an example, there was one time where I made a post talking about our childhood and how there was a lot of things that were traumatizing while I was growing up. My mother proceeded to comment on that post and said, oh, your life wasn't as bad as you think. You just forgot all the good times. Next time, don't make us look bad. Where I proceeded to call my mom and lose my fucking mind. Like, don't ever try to put words in my mouth because your perspective isn't mine. And just because now you feel guilty due to the things that you did to us when we were children does not mean that this isn't my story and I'm going to share it no matter what. So again, it's contextual. I can't say like, well, the line is here because, yo, you might have to sit down with your twin and be like, yo, I apologize that that hurt you. This is how I'm working through it. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going about it. And I don't mean to like try to make dad look bad or you look bad or anybody else. Like I, this is why I'm doing it. And through communication, intentions become clear. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, when I took it down, I immediately thought of you. I heard you tell that story before on yeah. chats and, you know, I did have a conversation with her before I took it down on the phone. I was in the airport and, you know, I told her that I'm sorry that she's still having trouble with the grieving process, but that, and she was like, well, you're putting your business before everyone else. And I said, this isn't about business. This is about helping people. Like my mission is to help as many people as possible. And I know that this will help people. And I'm sorry that it hurts you. And she's like, you're just going to get a bunch of backlash from the entire family. 
my relationship with the rest of my family is not great. So my sister was the only one that I cared about. So I told her, you know, I'm taking it down for you reluctantly because I don't want to hurt you in the process of trying to help other people. But I still felt, I don't know, so, like I felt torn about it. Like it yeah. felt like you probably felt I shame going back ground. on what you wanted to do. You probably felt off shame on what going back on what you wanted to do off about like right. allowing yourself to be silenced. And that's why I said it's contextual. You're going to have to talk to your sister. And then the other side of it is like, also understand that your guys's families are also just people. Okay. You cannot control how other individuals perceive your language and your intention. Because I'm also going to flip that. That post was for your business mm -hmm. because you help people through selling people into your business. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing they see. And that's why through communication, intentions become clear. But that doesn't mean you need to alter your decisions. Does that make sense, everybody? I can communicate to make sure you understand my intentions, but I'm not going to alter my decisions to fit what your box looks like. I'm still going to make this move, whether you like it or not, but I'm just expressing why I'm making it to hopefully ease your opinion and your pain. Does that make sense, Mel? Definitely. Thank you. Right. That's where the mutual respect comes in. Cause like there might be something that fucking Brian posts or Julia posts or fucking one of our friends posts that our friend group or our family group isn't happy with, but it's not my job and it's not my right to try to dictate what they say. I can express my opinion and then their actions is based off what they want to do. It's not my fucking right. Feel me? Yeah, definitely. Now that also might come with consequences and I'm going to make you all aware of them. All right. I've said maybe a total of eight words to my older brother in the last year and a half. Why? Because he made a move that I didn't like, that I fucking voiced very loudly to him based off of what he was doing to another one of my brothers. He literally then proceeded to cut out me and my brother and not speak to us for the last year and a half. Am I okay with that decision? Yeah, because I'm disconnected from those emotions. There's still love. I'm always there. They need me on a fucking drop of a dime. I'll be there, but I don't play that bullshit game. So it's like, if there's no communication, I'm good. I've got my fucking brother. He's on this call right now, right? Does this make sense, Mel? Yeah, definitely. You got to be aware of the consequences of the actions, but understand why you were doing the things in the first place. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful answer. I'm not going to add anything to that. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mr. Roger, John Mel, Chow. if you need any other advice, just let us know. Okay. Yeah, we're here for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. John Chow, how can we serve you, brother? Everyone else is saying event was killer. Had some some of my own personal breakthroughs just by myself after after hearing Cole and you speak and I keep forgetting this guy's name, Garrett Gunderson, right? Garrett and also Eli Wilde. But yeah, it surpassed every expectation I had and I had pretty high expectations. Right. <laughs> Love that. So for the question, I am actually in a bit of a unique situation. I did some research and I there are no uh fitness YouTubers or podcasts from my country. And I am thinking I'm not thinking. I am going to film my first episode on Sunday. Yep. And I'm thinking, since you guys are in this um arena, you, what would be your advice for that? You have uh do you have the podcast set up on like iTunes, Spotify, all that? No. I haven't okay. filmed anything. I just have some talking points. I don't have a camera. I'm just gonna use my fancy ass phone. I have like a little shit microphone. I don't care. I'm just gonna get started. So send me a message on Instagram right now and be like, hook me up with the podcast guy. If you are my client, okay. I've got a guy that will set up your podcast on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, and it's $1,500 and I'll get you all set up. He'll also film you an intro and an outro, or he'll help you script an intro and an outro. So you get your podcast all set up on like the right foot in terms of like what to say in the fucking videos, like, bro, just talk. It's literally it. <laughs> Turn on your fucking camera and start talking. It's literally that fucking simple. I don't want you to overthink it. 
the first episode to be about like, hey, what's going on, you guys? It's John Chow. And I decided I'm going to be the first podcaster from what country are you from? Trinidad and Tobago. I'm going to be the first fitness podcaster from Trinidad and Tobago. So this is the Trinidad and Tobago Fitness Radio, something like that. That's fucking cool. I like that. That's a ring. But do something. Just start talking, bro. Start talking about your passion for fitness. Don't overthink it. You literally just need to turn on the mic and fucking talk. The only thing that you need to get set up is the Apple Podcast, Spotify, because you want to be set up from the get-go. You don't want to do like no Stitcher bullshit or like any of that. Get it set up right from the get-go okay. so that you can send your clients there. And then you can also use that as like a lead generation tool for anybody that's in the DMs that's like, you know, hesitant. Then you can be like, go listen to my podcast and then they'll warm themselves up and they'll come over, et cetera. Like who here listen to my podcast before they signed up? Raise your hand. Exactly. Pretty much everybody on the call. So that's it, bro. Just turn on the fucking mic and start okay. talking. All right, great. And I guess don't be scared of sharing my uh, opinion and all that. <laughs> you already, you don't even need to ask us for permission. You already fucking know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> send me there a message go, right bro. now. Send me a video message. It's like, yo, Brian, introduce me to the podcast guy so that I uh, don't forget. I'll do that by the end of the day. All right, great. Well, I'll send you a message right after this. My oh, boy. I like it. Hannah, what's up? Hey, guys. I just want to start off by echoing everyone's opinion on how amazing the weekend was and especially Pedro's comments about how grateful I am to be a part of this community. Just the content you deliver, I don't even think words for it. The tears, the laughter, the strength, everything. So thank you for that. Of course. Appreciate you. Uh, my pleasure. So my question is, I'm expanding a little bit into other social media options. So I only have Instagram and Facebook, and I started YouTube right now also. But I heard Cole talk about like even posting on LinkedIn. Would there be different things that I post depending on what type of social media it is? Mm. So, so this might so, sound very infantile, no, but I'm not really it's comfortable okay. with all the options. Yeah, it's okay. So before we give you the answer, I want to know where do most of your clients come from right now? Exactly. Instagram, yeah. and I collaborate with a mental health office. Okay, so that's perfect. So that's fucking sick. That's really cool. So what I would recommend doing is if your Instagram and Facebook game isn't dialed in Hannah, I would focus on that first. It's not. Yeah. So I would focus okay. on that first. I wouldn't add another LinkedIn. And I want to give a full context because guys, you might see me or Cole posting like Cole posts on fucking YouTube shorts, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchats, whatever the fuck, right? All of it. Yeah. Cole also has five people that work on his media team specifically just for that, just for producing yeah. content, for filming content, for editing content, et cetera. So you can't, keep up with that level of bandwidth unless you have a team and I want everybody to fucking listen to this when you're a new online coach you need to ask yourself what are the income generating opportunities and then you double down on the income generating opportunities like could you generate income from all opportunities 100 percent. is it going to happen no like i can promise you guys like i st actually stopped posting on linkedin because i was only getting one client per month from linkedin so it wasn't worth the roi for me but like my biggest opportunities are facebook and instagram mostly instagram so 90% of my focus goes to Instagram. And then I'm building my other accounts. Like I'm building my TikTok, I'm building my Facebook, but I don't focus all my energy there because my energy, like all my clients are coming from Instagram. So that's where I'm like, all of my energy goes into Instagram. So when I say all of my energy, Hannah, it's like, okay, so if all my clients are coming from Instagram, I could just post on Instagram or I could utilize my broadcast channel. Who's in my broadcast channel? Raise your hand, mm. right? So I'm like, if all, all my clients are coming from Instagram, then I'm gonna double down on the fact that all my clients are coming from Instagram and I'm gonna optimize my broadcast channel. If all my clients are coming from Instagram and that's the case, then I need to make sure that my story game is also optimized on that platform as well. If all my clients are coming from Instagram, I need to plan out what my live stream schedule is for Instagram to make sure that I'm nurturing those leads even better so that I get more clients. Does that make sense? Whereas like, I only yes, have that amount of time in a day. So if I like, if I'm like, okay, so I want to get, I'm getting some clients from Instagram, but I also want to start a TikTok. I also want to start a LinkedIn. I also want to start a Facebook. I also want to start a Snapchat. Now I only have, let's say I have hundred percent energy and like 
20% of my energy is Instagram, 20% is on Facebook, 20% is on LinkedIn, 20% is here, but 100% of my clients are coming from Instagram. It's like, that's where most of my energy should go. It should be 80% here and then 20% building a second platform. So the second platform okay. that I would recommend for you would be Facebook and Instagram. Okay. okay Once you're you. at 10K a yeah, month, you, oh. and I would expand. I do feel quite overwhelmed because I do have another extremely demanding full-time job. Mm. And I feel like once I focus on something else, the other things have to give. It's just mm -hmm. like, I only have so many hours a day that I can dedicate to business. Mm -hmm. So Instagram and Facebook so is, is only platform. Valuable. Yeah, only platform. Okay. Last question I just want to ask, what's your full-time job? I'm a medical advisor. So I consult for a pharma company. Cool. So I like it? And it's national territory. I travel like all over the Canada. Do you like it? I like it, but I don't love it. Fitness is where I'm like, this coaching is where my heart is. So I'm actually going on mad leave in the, in the month because mm. the baby's coming first baby. And I'm planning to not come back to the corporate world. Like I want, that's why I renewed with you guys a couple of days ago. Cause I just want to give it a, a full go mm. and stay in this. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. that. So if you and utilize my mad leave. <laughs> yeah. What I would recommend, I fucking love that. Hype this girl up in the chat. Let's fucking go. What I would do is I would identify what your income, what you need to replace your income with from your corporate job. And then all of your energy and all of your effort is spent on, dude, and I'm telling you, moms fucking love Facebook, okay? So if your Facebook game mm -hmm. isn't dialed in, start posting on fucking Facebook. Moms fucking love Facebook. So the fact that you're like, you're about to have a baby, I'd be posting that shit in fucking Facebook groups with moms and not doing anything fitness related. Just literally like about to have my fucking baby, about to fucking pop. This mom's about to pop. Who else is in this group that's like about to have a baby? Like, you know what I mean? Like going to mom groups, yes. post your fucking story. I promise you, you're going to get, you're going to get a lot of inbounds. People are going to see your shit. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Got you. Let's go. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Amanda? Hi, thank you. This is my first time being on here. So I um, thank you for doing this. Honestly, I have had so many breakthroughs over the past weekend. And I'm going to try to get to this without crying because I've been crying all weekend. But I have never been a part of something like this before. I've never done something like this before. And I quit my job in August and I completely changed my life, moved to a different city, doing this full time. And I didn't realize I had to work on so much of myself. So hearing you and Cole talk and other mentors, I have found myself in a little bit of, of like of a puddle. What really got to me was being paralyzed from the neck up. That really got to me. I feel like I've really experienced that more than I would like to. And where do I start where I have, I feel like I'm stuck on my mindset, my business, my relationship with money. I just need some advice on how to work through this and what would be like a priority to start off with first. Go ahead, G. I, I need more context with this breakdown because I'm like, I'm hearing a lot, right? Mindset, <laughs> business, fitness, overwhelm, scarcity. Yeah. What's the specific question? When you're like, where do I start? Where do I start with what? How much money are you making? Where, like your content creation process, what's going on? Okay, so uh, maybe, you know what? What's coming to me in my head is my mindset. My mindset of getting up every single day to show up for myself, 
to post every single day to get into an actual routine. I feel like some days it's so overwhelming that I don't do anything and I feel paralyzed in my mind. Mm. And I just, where do I go from here? Mm. How do I start doing things? Mm. I feel like I have to do everything. So I literally asked, this is what I was talking about the event because we're all about vision in PT Dome, right? We always talk about this vision, 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 vision. But I've started to separate the two and the two being vision and why recently, because I feel like a lot of you guys will sit down and create a vision and then you'll have no fucking connection to it at all. So you're like, I want to help people, but like you don't have any dig actual expression as to why. So we're going to do an exercise and I want you to write this down. I spoke about it at the event and everybody else has struggled with their mindset. I want you to do the same thing. The first thing you're going to write down is you're going to write down past self dot, dot, dot. Okay. What this is, is you're going to evaluate who you have been and who you've been showing up as over the last six months. Give yourself a rating when it comes down to your wealth, health, and relationship goals, all right? On a scale of one to 10, how have I been showing up mentally, physically, and emotionally for myself? Have I been doing my mindset shit? Have I been following my meal plan? Have I been working out? This is not a three-second exercise, guys. None of what I'm about to say is going to take you fucking the next hour, all right? This is like the next couple of days of you actually going deep, okay? So past, you got to evaluate everything about yourself over the last six months. Be like, how have I been showing up? in every area of my life. Then after we do that, you got to ask yourself present dot, dot, dot. That's the point number two, write that down. Present. Why am I doing this? Why am I acting this way? Why do I want to do what I am doing? A lot of you guys are like, okay, fitness coaching. Now, some of you might be like, the only reason why I started this is because I see that you can make a lot of money with it. As long as you admit that to yourself and others, you will see success. If you don't, you won't make it anywhere. And this is the fucking problem. Most fitness coaches, can everybody in the chat box tell me what most fitness coaches say when I say, what's your why? Everybody got the answer for that? Change lives. Pretty simple. Yeah. I'll change lives. The fuck does that mean? All right. Or help people. Okay. You can help people at your regular job. You do solar. You're helping people with energy. You're a doctor. You're helping people with their health. You're a mechanic. You're helping people with their car. It's not a deep enough fucking reason. Mm-hmm. That's not the shit that's going to make you get up and go to work when you're anxious, overwhelmed, depressed, pissed off, stressed, and more. Because guys, guess what? Learning to live with anxiety, depression, overwhelm, stress is normal. Those are emotions. Those are not states that you embody and live with forever. They come and go. And in entrepreneurship, you're going to deal with them all the fucking time, all the time. Because guess what? You're going to deal with a lot of people. Brian, how many clients we got? 1,700. How many fucking gym members we got? 1,300. Exactly. Guys, we manage thousands of people every day. Those emotions are there. So you got to ask yourself presently, what is my why? Why does Amanda want to do this? Why does Amanda want to wake up at this time? Why does Amanda want to go to bed at this time? Why does Amanda want to go to the gym? Why am I pursuing this career? Define the fucking why and go as deep as you possibly can. And then once you do that, then number three, write down future dot, dot, dot. What is my future and what do I want it to look like? This is where you guys paint the vision, right? My vision board, me and Brian created one. Mine says billionaire on it. I didn't write that word down just for the sake of writing billionaire. I wrote that word down because in order to sustain this entire life and to do all the things that I want to do, i.e. giving back to the world in a grand way, I need more than just a couple million dollars. Mm-hmm. All right. If I want to start funding charities and buying halfway houses and fucking buying homeless shelters and just being able to dump a shitload of money back into all these fucking places, I need a fucking shitload of money. So I wrote that word down. I didn't write it down loosely. I defined my why, my purpose, what I want with my life. And then after I had a clearer vision, 
I painted the future. This exercise is something you guys need to start doing continuously. Amanda, quick question. You guys just get obsessed with their daily work. Go ahead, B. Quick question. How long does it take to lose 10 pounds? Well, like about two weeks. All water retention, you lose 10 pounds, two, three weeks. It's interesting you gave me that answer. The, the correct answer is it depends, right? Mm, yeah. Like how long does it take to hit $10,000 a month? The correct answer is it depends. Now, yeah, the reason that I'm fucking saying that, and I, I think this is important for everybody to, I want this to sink in, is all of you guys mm -hmm. are in a rush to get somewhere. You're in a rush. I want to hit $10,000 a month. I want to hit fucking 20K. I want to create financial freedom for my family. I want to do this, that, this, that, the other. If you are a weight loss client and you try to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, you can do it. But is that sustainable? Will you be able to sustain that pace? Like if I wanted to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, I could go do two hours of cardio every single day for the next two weeks, eat 1300 calories and I would lose 10 pounds, 100%. Mm -hmm. Is that sustainable though? And that's the question no. we need to ask ourselves. Like we need to ask ourselves, are we playing the infinite game or are we playing the game that ends? And I'm playing the infinite game. Like I'm in this, in this for life. And the reason I'm bringing this up to you is I want you to write this down, Amanda. You need to find the pace that you can run at. That's for all of you. Find the pace that you can run at. If you're trying to post twice a day, every single day on social media, because you see me doing it, you ain't going to do it. I'm sorry. Kirsten tried. Doesn't fucking work. I'm a fucking savage. Okay. You can't keep up. You this, can try. You can't keep up. She doesn't. Th this really helps. Find the pace that you can run at. And so if you listen to my fucking podcast and you're like, Brian gets up at three o'clock in the morning, so I'm going to get up at three o'clock in the morning. If you can't run at that pace, don't fucking run at that pace. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if right now it's like, if you're like, okay, you hear Cole's 10 before 10 AM, but like getting up at 7 AM is a struggle for you because you used to wake up at 9 AM. Like focus on getting up at fucking seven. Like that's where you need to focus. Yeah. It's like find the pace that you can run at and obviously push your comfort zones a little bit because when we go to the gym, it's not like we just lift the same weights that we lifted last week. And then we just keep at that fucking place. It's like slowly over time. What do we do? Somebody tell me, how do we add lean, lean muscle? So drop it in the fucking chat. There's a bunch of personal trainers. You guys better know the fucking answer. How do we add lean <laughs> muscle tissue? Somebody fucking drop it in the chat, please. Thank you. Progressive overload. And so you should be slightly uncomfortable, right? Like you shouldn't want to get up at seven o'clock in the morning. If you're like flying out of bed at 7 a.m. and everything's fucking great, you're probably not growing. So it's like, mm -hmm. how can you push your comfort zones just a little bit, right? So when you find a pace that you can run at, you'll start posting consistently. You'll get into a rhythm. You'll get into a flow and then it'll get easy. And then you're like, okay, cool. How can I challenge myself? Well, I'm not going live. Let's go live. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not in the DMs yeah. and I'm booking calls. Let's do that. Does that make sense? So it's like right now, do all the things as soon as you fucking can. Yeah. You got to like find the pace you can run at. So I want you to look to do list today and I want you to take mm -hmm. four things off of it. And then I want you to commit to the six things that are actually still on it with full intention and full heart. And I promise you, you're going to get into momentum. Thank you. That this is, I'm very excited. This is what I needed to do. I've never looked into my past self and realized what I was and finding the pace that I can run at that actually blew my mind. I'm like, you're completely right. I need to focus on me and not what everybody else is doing and feels what's right for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. You got it. And thank you so much. I really do appreciate you guys. I've learned so much from you too. Got you. Very welcome. Happy thank to you. serve. You're very welcome. I want to play a game right quickly, B, because I think this is important for all of you guys. Everybody post your income goal in the chat for me for a minute. What do you want to make? What's the goal? 10K, 20K, 30K, 100K. What is it? Sharon, 10K, 30K, long-term. Yeah, just write it down. So as you guys are typing this down, I don't want you to write it in a notepad or write it in your computer or write it on your phone. And then let's play a game, post in the group by the end of the day, telling us why the fuck that number is the number. Because a lot of you guys have no fucking reason why you wrote that down. You just did it because we say we're the 10K Academy. And then we changed the Change Eyes Academy and a bunch of people have hit 10K in the past. Why do you need 10K? Have you mapped it out? What are your bills? 
What do you need to have fun? You going on a vacation with your family? What do you need to sustain your lifestyle? What do you want your lifestyle to look like? Understand the fucking words you're writing down. I was just write 10K. And I'm like, do you even understand how much $10,000 is? What it takes to run a business like that? You write 100,000, 50,000, 75,000. Do you understand what it takes to run a business like that? Not a lot of you do. Not knocking you for your life or your goals. I'm just saying you got to get deeper and start understanding the shit that you fucking put out into the universe. Okay, deal? Cool, go ahead. Johan, what's up? How you going, man? How are you? Fantastic, brother. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Just quickly, um, I just, I read your post the other day that you posted about, you know, how you've been going for three weeks nonstop all the rest. And I just wanted to ask, with just personally for me, with structuring my days, because of my job and everything that I do, it gets quite busy and hectic at times. And I was just wondering, obviously, what are the, the, the main non-negotiables that you don't miss on, uh, you know, day in, day out? I know you guys are obviously big on mindset and morning routines and that. Just for example, like two days a week at the moment, like I have to leave really, really early for work, which like at 2.30 in the morning, which is normally when I would do like all that type of work. So how would I structure my days on those days just to make sure that like I don't miss on, on that type of thing? The three laws of online coaching. I just came up with this in my head, but I like it. The three laws of online coaching. Always post content. Mm. Always send DMs. Always mm. reply to clients. Mm. Keep it super fucking simple. Always post content. Always send DMs. Always reply to clients. Those are the three non-negotiables. It's like I never, ever, ever fucking miss. No matter how busy I am, I will always post content. I'll always send DMs and I'll always reply to my clients. Always. And so like, what's the time frame that you have? It depends, right? Like there's times that if I'm on the road and I'm traveling, Johan, I'll be in the airport and I only have an hour before my next flight. So I'll spend 20 minutes posting content. And when I say posting content, if it only takes me five minutes to write the post and I'll post the content, then I'll take that content and I'll post it on Facebook. And if I have time, I'll go on my Instagram stories and I'll make a quick Instagram story. And if I have time, I'll go into my testimonials. I'll grab a testimonial, I'll post that up. Then if I have time, I'll put up a voting poll just so I have a bunch of stuff that's like content that's out. 20 minute timer goes off. The next 20 minute timer, I'm in the DMs. I'm like replying to clients that are like interested in joining the program. I'm sending out DMs to potential interested clients that are engaging in my polls. I'm like starting conversations on social media. I'm like trying to move as many people through the sales process as I possibly can. 20 minute timer goes off. I set another 20 minute timer. I'm in the DMs. I'm talking to my clients. I'm like replying to my clients in the Facebook group and make sure that everybody gets seen, heard, loved, et cetera. So it's always post content, always send DMs, always reply to clients. Those are the non-negotiables. I never miss on those. Yeah. Thanks, man. It sounds like I really need to quit my fucking job because my job doesn't allow for any of that to happen at all. Because when I do travel, it's there's no reception. And then when I go work myself on like underground again no reception so there's 12 hours of my day where i am literally just non-contactable non how much do you make per month at your um, job how much a month yep about six grand six grand how much do you charge for your coaching service in australian dollars it's yep. 300 a month so a 12-week package would be 1200 or a thousand correct so if you had 12 yep. extra hours per day every day five days a week do you think you could sell six clients in a month Fucking oath, man, 100%. And how much more free yeah. and fucking full of like life energy would you be if you had 12 extra hours per day to work on your vision and your business? Yeah, heaps, man. Just even saying it or talking about it just relieves a lot of stress. Last yeah. question I'm going to ask, and this isn't, you don't have to say the number, but do you have like a money cushion that where you're like, if you like didn't make any money for a few months, you'd be okay? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so I would make sure you have at least two months runway. And once you have two months runway, I would fucking quit. Yeah, copy that. So like if you have enough to last two months, if you didn't make a single fucking dollar online, you had enough to last to the next two months and you'd be okay, fucking quit. If you don't have that, get to that number and then fucking quit. Okay. I better be seeing cool. you in three fucking weeks, bro. I want to hear an update. 
Yeah, I know, man, because we have a really big goal to hit at the end of the month and it stresses me out because, like, I, there's parts of my day like today, I'm like, I will literally will not be contactable at all after this call. I'll be like, you know, nowhere. Bro, but you're here. That's the thing. You're fucking here. You'd be everywhere in the fucking world. And the fact is, like, you're here talking to your business mentors because obviously everybody on this fucking call can see that you want to do this. And so it's our job as your mentors mm. to hold up a mirror and remind you that you can literally achieve anything that you set your fucking mind to. Like you don't have to work for somebody else. You don't have to be employed and work underground for 12 hours a day doing something that you fucking hate. You were meant to do more with your life. Mm. You're meant to change the world yeah. and impact people and change your fucking lives, your health and fitness. And so like, I just want to inspire you to do that because I think mm. you can. Yeah, yeah. I screamed that exact sentence at myself when I'm hating my life underground every day, man. So don't worry <laughs> about it. Good shit, bro. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. Devon, what up? What's up, guys? I just want to thank you guys for being here and just giving us value. So my question is based on mindset. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get vulnerable because I feel like I know how to fuck up a good thing. And uh, I feel like it's kind of a reoccurring pattern that I'm seeing right now. So in May, I hit momentum in my business where I felt like I was giving impact to my social media, my community. And so I started to develop this momentum. And in June, I almost cracked 9K. So July, I really pushed it and I hit uh, 15K, which is the highest income month that I've ever had. And I felt like, um, I felt proud. I celebrated it, I felt proud, but a big part of me developed this like scarcity mindset that I don't know if I could hit it again. So I felt because of that, Things started to drop off in August. My income goal was um, 9K. And then in September, my income goal was 7K. So I'm really looking for a breakthrough because I know that I know what my potential is, but I'm constantly seeing like a pattern like this. Like when I reach success, mm. maybe it's fear or some sort of limitation that I'm setting on myself that's not allowing me to like stay there and continue growing. Mm. I want you to close your eyes for me. I want everyone to do this. And I want you to think about a time in your life where you were really excited about a goal and you really wanted to achieve a goal and you really wanted it, but you fell short. Devon, what was that time for you? I was a freshman at Penn State University and I tried out for the basketball team and mm -hmm. I didn't make it. And how did you feel in that moment? I felt like I gave everything I have, but I was just disappointed in myself. I felt like I, I deserved it, but I didn't achieve it. And mm -hmm. it just made me feel like I wasn't enough. So I want you to look at that freshman version of Devon right now. And I want you to see that version of you. Are you in third person or first person? Can you see him like from your own eyes? Or are you like watching this happen? I'm watching this happen. Okay. So I want you to get that version of Devon to look at you in the eyes. Can you do that? I can. Yeah. Okay. Now I want you as this version of Devon, the, you know, the more experienced leveled up excelled version of you. I want you to look at that version of Devon right now. And I want you to tell him what he needs to hear. To stop playing a victim mindset, to, to get back to the drawing board and continue to, to push forward and understand that you are worth it, understand that you are that, that God, you know, you are capable and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm. Now I want you to give that version of Devon a hug and let him know it's going to be all right. Got it. How do you feel? I feel like I don't give myself grace at certain times. I feel like I'm always pursuing, you know, like I'm on a constant pursuit to to level up. And I think that when I don't reach like a certain goal, like if I don't book anyone like in a week or if I don't sign anyone up that I let these like emotions like affect me so bad that 
I feel like I'm not doing good enough. And like, I hate that shit. And I think like, I have this momentum, like I have this deep desire that I know like what I can do, but sometimes these like emotions or like triggers will like just overshadow them, you know? I think that one of the things I really want to hammer home on this podcast is a lot of you guys think that you're like, it's these like self-sabotaging and that you're like self-limiting beliefs and you're letting yourself down. And we're almost coming at it from this like critical, I'm fucking up negative mindset. Like I'm fucking up. I'm a fucking idiot. I need to do better. I'm a fucking moron. What if we need to give ourselves a little bit more grace? And what if the feelings that you're feeling right now are the exact same feelings that you felt when you were a freshman, when you literally gave your very fucking best and you felt like it wasn't enough? And what if you're afraid that you're going to continue to give your very best in your business? And even though you're succeeding right now, what if you haven't given yourself grace for everything you've done in the past? And so the feelings that you're feeling are just manifestations of that like old freshman you that hasn't been loved up on. Mm -hmm. This has a lot less to do with you being a fucking idiot and a lot more to do with the fact that you need to give yourself some grace and some compassion Mm. and give yourself some love. I think a big part of that, the reason I don't is because like, I'm constantly striving for more. And like, I like, you know, you hear wins from so many people in, in community and, you know, you're just striving to level up. And I think that's why a big part of it's like, I'm not giving myself the grace, the enough, like, you know, care to know, like, yo, you're doing it, you're leveling up, you're, you're continuing to invest into yourself, you know, you're showing up. And sometimes when I take these steps forward, and then I have like a step back, like, I understand that's like the ebbs and flows of business, but like, it's just, I don't know. I get down on myself. And I think that like that just crushes momentum, you know? Oh, go ahead, bro. I was just going to say, you just said two different things. Devon, you said, I think part of me obviously doesn't give myself grace, but then part of me just sees what everybody else is doing. And like, I don't give myself enough credit. No, no, no. What you're doing is you're comparing yourself to other individuals instead of looking in the mirror and being proud of self based on what you've done. When you guys are actually 100% focused on self and personal development, you don't worry about what Bray does or Melanie does, or Nathan does. And if you do see them winning, you celebrate it from a place of fuck yes, I'm so amped up from them, not fuck yes, why the fuck is that not happening to me? Facts. So again, you got to learn how to give yourself grace. You also need to learn how to turn out the noise completely. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Stop comparing yourself to other people when you could say that you aren't, but based off of your words, you are. Mm. Your timeline is something you guys can't rush. And let's be real. All of you guys are fucking babies in this entrepreneurship game, period. You mm-hmm. know how I know? Because me and Brian are babies in this entrepreneurship game. The people that we surround ourselves have been in this fucking industry for the last 15 to 25 years. Like we're all just starting and we're all just growing. But be based off of the fact that you're continuously comparing yourself and not giving yourself any gratitude for what you've done, you're just con- shooting yourself in the foot. And it's all intentional. It's all intentional. You work your ass off, you achieve a goal, by being intentional and then you compare yourself and then you choose not to show up intentionally because you're scared of just pushing through and getting out of your own head but i have three things to say to you number one you need to practice being proud of self every day i'm proud of you i want you to say with me i'm fucking proud of you devon i'm fucking proud of you i'm fucking proud of you devon i'm fucking proud of you devon i'm fucking proud of you devon I'm fucking proud of you, Devon. I'm fucking proud of you, Devon. Say it like you mean it. I'm fucking proud of you, Devon. I'm fucking proud of you, Devon. I'm fucking proud of you, Devon. Every day, bro. That's number one. Number two, I want everyone to write this down. If he can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. You guys want to, you want to know the real secret on why I fucking wanted to meet Gary Vaynerchuk and why I wanted to meet Christian Guzman? 
because I am absolutely fucking certain that now that I've seen them in person, that I can do it too. If you can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. Third thing I want to give you, and this is this is my fucking mentality for life. And then just see Melanie, Nathan, Arthur, and Jessica, I do have a hard out at 11, but I do want to answer your guys' questions. So group chat, me and Cole on Facebook, please, and send us your question, and we will make sure it gets answered by the end of the day. Last thing I just want to give you guys, and this is fucking important, is you can't base whether or not you show up on the external circumstances. Because when the external circumstances aren't in your favor, you won't put in the fucking work. It's like there's days for sure that I want to fucking quit my contest prep. That I want to throw in the fucking towel and give in because I was traveling for three fucking weeks, doing an hour and a half of cardio, eating fucking 1900 calories a day. And my weight was going up because I was under so much stress. I could have fucking thrown in the towel multiple times, but I'm unconditional. And being unconditional means that my actions don't depend on my emotions. And so it's like, I think this whole idea of self-sabotage comes from this mantra of like, I'm doing the things that I need to do when I'm feeling motivated. It's like unconditional, bro. It's like, you need to be fucking unconditional. It's like, no matter what, we do the fucking work, period. End of story. No questions asked. And we're doing it with a sense of pride, being proud of ourselves for showing up, not shaming ourselves for not being good enough. I'm fucking proud of myself because I show up no matter what. And I understand that if Brian can do it, I can fucking do it. If Cole can do it, I can fucking do it. If Justin can do it, I can fucking do it. If Janelle can do it, I can fucking do it. And only comparing myself to the person that I was yesterday, not who to who I think I should be or who, who to some other fucking person on social media that I only understand who they are from a profile picture on their fucking Instagram. Like you need to be more focused on the man in the mirror. Yes. That's the only person that you're trying to fucking beat, bro, is the man in the fucking mirror, period. You feel? I feel that 100%, 100%. So what are you going to do? It's... I'm going to execute on this. I'm going to, most importantly, number one, give myself grace. I'm going to continue to unconditionally show up whether my actions, you know, say, or my action continuously show up, whether like, I feel like the external factors are like, not exactly where I want to be and just continue to just block out all the noise and focus exactly on like where I'm trying to go to and not comparing myself to anyone else. Mm, beautiful. Thanks for coming up, bro. It was a great share. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Cole, where do they find you, G? Wake Up the Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis to sell on everything, including YouTube. What about you? The Real Brian Mark on Instagram, Change Eyes Make Money on the Trainer Podcast or Brian Mark on YouTube. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.